Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode... 209? <laughs> All right, cut. Maybe we should have looked that up first. I'm pretty sure it's 209. Yeah, you should probably look at I'm that. almost 100% certain. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 209 of the Pixels Inc. podcast, brought to you by Comics Gaming Magazine. I have returned as your host. Until your next week when Mel returns Evil as host. overlord. The tyrant. Cody Orm. <laughs> With the pimp and gold microphone, you got the good, you got the cool one. I know, I'm pretty I'm happy with that. Throw microphone. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. Anyway, joining me at the table, we got a, a smaller than normal podcast. I got the luscious Jordan Viordi. You got it. Yeah, I miss I miss introducing you as luscious. <laughs> right, I every, miss that every other week. I got to tell Mel to call me luscious. You know what? When we, yeah, when when we when we were at. E3, it was uh, mostly just me and uh, Jed Whitaker doing the uh, podcast. Yeah. And uh, every time shout introduced him. Yeah, shout out to Jed. Miss you, bro. Um, every time every time I would introduce him as uh, our resident SJ dub, Sexy Jed Whitaker. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I like what you did nice. there, Cody. I like the cut of your I mean, gym. He, he told me that, and then I just kept calling him that. And then he was like, I don't know how I feel, though, you calling me sexy Jed Whitaker. And I was like, ah, you're just going to have to get used to it, man. Like, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so I got, got the luscious Jordan Biorty, and then I got the... I don't know. Intern Bolsterous. Lord of the Interns. I don't know. The, the mediocre not... at best. Hey, Shaq Lambert. Yeah, better. he's still an intern. Oh, really? Yeah, Shaq Lambert. I'll I see to it. it he does not get a contract. <laughs> he's perpetually our intern. <laughs> you will always be doing our bidding. Yes. Hello. I will be taking over film duties as our resident expert, Phil Brown, is not here. Shout out to Phil. R.I.P. Phil. <laughs> he will be resurrected next week. <laughs> Tune in next week for Phil Brown's resurrection. <laughs> live, live stream on Twitch. <laughs> the first ever live resurrection. Pretty sure that crosses some like moral, ethical, and legal boundaries. <laughs> no, it's it's all fair. But no, he'll be back next week. <laughs> Do we got some game news? Do we? Yeah, we do actually. So, first things first. Um, first things first. We we got a little bit. I got some. I got some some news for you. Okay, lay it so, on me. Did you know that Bioshock is releasing a collector's pack? Yes. Because <laughs> yeah, of course everyone does. It's because it's got leaked. <laughs> 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 and it's also like not surprising because literally every like franchise from last generation will get upread. Yeah, I'm literally I'm legitimately surprised that it's taken this long. Yeah. Well, they I, already I, th- I would have thought that we would have gotten uh, Bioshock Infinite remastered already. Well, yeah. to like be, as a launch title. We actually did, if I'm not mistaken, we did get like a quote unquote like collector's edition or like definitive edition when they actually released like a Bioshock 1 and 2 dual pack but this was like years oh, before yeah. um Infinite was on the table now they're doing all three they're upresing it they're making and you know what it's it's weird because it kind of does look nice but it's hard to make a game that was like one of the first games on the Xbox 360 look nice like yeah. just because it looks smoother but I don't know. The first game. It was one of the, it, like it came out. Yeah, in. it came out two years after, but still, it's one of the earlier games, right? Yeah. On the on okay, the, I can say that. Yeah, but uh, the thing I might give it a pass because it's got such like a wicked atmosphere and like environments that even like with just like oh, we just smoothed out the textures a little bit. It's like yeah, but you know what? It was such a nice game to look at anyway. So mm-hmm. even even if it looked like a PS2 game, it would still look good. Yeah, and it, it also I have to say about Bioshock Infinite. 
I remember the first time I played it. And so when you first go into Columbia, like the floating city in the sky, and I'm just like, man, this is gorgeous. Like, look at all the architecture, the art design and everything. And then they hit you in the face with the fact that it's set in the past. And it's like, oh, wait, old school racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, this got real so yeah. fast. Old timey racism. Did, it did show up, didn't it? It did. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like an interesting. Be- and then, and then the even whole, if you. The whole like uh, moral quandary was about like a whole battle with like Native Americans in the past. So like, it, like they had to address like that. Well, that was, that was the thing I was going to say is that it actually makes you inadvertently racist because. Like with the part where you have to like throw the sh- yeah, at them, where they give you the option of doing, yeah, so. and then you realize at the end that like in another reality you would have done it even if you didn't choose yeah. the things. So it's like, damn it, in another reality I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's the collection. I'm excited. Two out, of th- two out of three games are good. I don't like two. You don't like two? I don't like two. Oh, two is so good, man. I'm one of those people who's like, no, two is. No, two you know sucks. what? That ending was so good. You do the like the proper good ending, and it's like you you made her your own little little Thingy. flower, and and you're walking around, and and this is a little personal thing about me is I'm a guy who's like very always been very eager to be a dad. So like you're walking ah. around with this little little with the little sisters, and they're like, my daddy's the best daddy ever, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah old kiddo. I know that sounded creepy the way I say it now, but like you know, just just imagine it when you're a dad and you got your dad, your little kid your working little with da- you, and your little dads over your there, your little dads with you, <laughs> <Baby> and <dads. laughs> and they're like, my dad's the best dad ever. It's like, thanks, dad. You grow your kids to be dads from like age four, <laughs> just, just out of water. Doing, they're doing dad jokes already. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're like they're like the, the shrinky dinks, you just or the but in reverse. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's, what's next? So we got uh, we got news about a new Sonic coming for 2017. Sonic, Sonic is on the run. Oh. Sonic is oh. number one. I, th- I thought you were going a different I thought we was going for the actual theme song. Sonic X. OG one. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic, he's the fastest thing alive. With Jaleel White. Oh, man. Dude, so- Jaleel White was every Sonic except for the new stuff, which made Gotta me sad quick. that he wasn't in Sonic X. It's like... He was literally every Sonic up until the new Sonic stuff. Is, I want this ne- new Sonic game to be like the most meta Sonic. That you like, know what? Entirely on the Twitter account. That would have been funny if they had done it in Sonic Generations because they did like the past versions of Sonic and yeah. Tails, and Sonic didn't talk. But if he opened his mouth and Jaleel White was his voice, <laughs> I would have lost it. <laughs> oh yeah, they haven't announced any details. No, they really haven't really talked. They just said it's gonna happen. So and the, if, maybe they'll bug test it this the, time for a lot of. <laughs> For what it looks like, a lot of the promo art they're doing, like as part of the whole like 25th anniversary, it's like old school Sonics. Maybe yeah. they're going back to basics. They um they said, oh, I hit the microphone. Yeah, Sorry guys, good. that made Don't some worry. noise. Um, they said that they're focusing on actually like putting quality into the game. So that's, <laughs> I mean, thanks Sonic, thanks, thanks Sega. guys. Like, we really appreciate that you did from that. The immaculate. A series of the Sonic team. Yeah, like well, I their, mean, their backstory. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, so so far, I feel like they need to say it, but at the same time, I feel like that no game should ever, like, you should never need to be reassured that, like, hey guys, we're actually going to make sure this game functions <laughs> properly. To be fair, yeah. though, with the exception of Sonic Boom, so many of the recent Sonics have been pretty good. So have they? Sonic Colors Sonic was Colors. great. Sonic, Colors. Sonic Generations was but, awesome. Then what? Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog Lost episode World. one. Lost World was not good. Lost World's Lost very girl. You are so wrong oh, about that. No, we will. We will have to sit this. down and play Sonic Lost World together because you are not it. It seeing. Sucked. I've played it like twice to completion, and it's great. It didn't suck. 
it wasn't great. It was a little. It, it was okay. Was it not? Was it as bad as like some of the other stuff? No, but was it? Good? It was a little no. rough around the edges, sure. But as a 3D Sonic, it's probably the best 3D Sonic they've made thus far. No. Oh yeah, go back and play Sonic Adventures and tell me it's a great game. I'd rather play like the 3D half of Sonic Generations because that's actually good. That is really good. No, because it suffers from the same kind of problems. No, you do doesn't. move a little too fast, like your jumps aren't as responsive. Like this game actually had the good sense to put in like wall running and wall grabbing and stuff Sonic really needed. Right, I'd rather let's... that than like super awkward Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, sorry. So, you know, when Sonic decides to take good gameplay elements from Galaxy, it's stupid. All Right. You know. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> and now you know what it's like when I have to Jesus. do an argument with you two. Christ, all right. <laughs> anyway, moving no, on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, if I, The thing is, though, even though the Sega said, like, you know, don't worry, guys, we're going to actually, like, try this one. I don't, I'm sorry, Sega, if anyone's listening, I don't trust you. I don't. I, I really you, want Sega. to. Really? This is coming from the you. former Sonic fanboy. I'm not a former Sonic fanboy. He's a current Sonic fanboy. That's like current. I've got the I got the got Sonic the team logo on my thing. Yeah. I just I told I know in a private conversation once I told Shaq that like it's getting really hard to defend Sonic. Exactly. And I mean it's not wrong. No, I I'm still up on there, man, because again, you know, I'm a big supporter of Lost World and I think it gets a lot of undue hate and uh right, oh, Lost no, World came new. out like what f- f- four years ago now? Yeah. It was a Wii, it was a Wii U title. So. Yeah, it was a Wii like U exclusive. Four years ago. Four years ago. Like Jesus, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Ex- aside from one misstep, and it's like one misstep that was like could have totally well, been it avoided. Just, it wasn't just no. It wasn't one misstep. It was one catastrophe. And like one catastrophe. I'm talking about loss. Uh, boom. No, yeah. there's more than one catastrophe. Or, Sonic Boom is a single catastrophe. Oh. Yeah, not since, not since everything in oh, Sonic. Since Lost World, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, let's see. Maybe it won't. Did you bad. not even play the Legend of Zelda DLC? I did. That was yeah, awesome. There you go. That one was so they point, point, better, eight of ten, point over. Better than the base game. <laughs> You're so anyway. Listen, I'm calling it now. Watch it be Shadow the Hedgehog 2. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> that would be great. Be I'd be pretty so excited. Oh, Lisa, get the Anyway, phone. sorry, the phone's going off. All right. So I got my, I got, I got a big piece of news and this is why I was sort of saving it for last because, you know, there's really not much else happening other than, uh, than, you know, the phone going off and Ford stealing like Firewatch promo (laughs) art, which is, (laughs) you know what? It's like, I walk, I walk by convenience stores that are using like Viva Pinata characters for, you know, it's like people have been stealing game art and thinking they can get away with it and they do get away with it. That's why they do it. So who cares? Um, because of money, big piece of news though. So. I don't know if you guys saw this, probably not, but Nintendo put out some trademark information for Breath of the Wild, Mm -hmm. and part of the trademark information, like part of like the description, lists for Breath of the Wild video game cartridges as well as video game discs, and the only and if you compare that to other stuff that's released like for the Wii U, like um. Uh, Tokyo Mirage, se- Mirage Sessions yes. didn't list that, right? 
But when you go to like stuff like Pokemon Sun and Moon and even like Triforce Heroes, it does list video game cartridges in its like trademark description. So there's a lot of like talk now because there's been rumors for a while that the NX would go back to a cartridge based system or like a flash drive system. And now these like seeing that trademark only seems to strengthen that idea because it would make sense that it would be both cartridges and discs because it's releasing on the Isn't Wii U that itself. A good idea, though? It is a great idea, wow. actually, because the amount yeah. of data you can because it made sense back in the day to go from cartridges to like like discs because you could store more information on discs. But yeah. now that the technology has been improved, you can actually store more data on flash than you can on blu-rays you could you could instead of having a day one patch you could have everything you need for a game yeah, already installed already. on oh, the flash drive. yeah because you would have dedicated memory bits like oh, like reserved yeah. in its own like so you have the base game in one executable and then other stuff dlc like updates dlc even um even things like yeah. like things that the system doesn't have built into it so yeah. the system could be less powerful but they could have something inside of the flash drive that takes up because the game's not going to take up the entire flash drive. A flash drive can hold up to like now you can hold up to like Tons. like ridiculous Tons, amounts. Yeah, man. like you can yeah. hold like a terabyte of information on there. You can have like maybe even like a whole some new flops in there. No, yeah, a whole like maybe, there there could be like updates to the system that don't require you to physically go out and buy like a part for it. You know, like a PC would. Yeah, like yeah. you can have that already built into the the flash drive for that specific game that's and, uh, it's awesome and movie bob laid it out pretty well too because uh, like as um like developers make new games and stuff that requires less like information like it would requ require less space on flash drive so you like it would wouldn't cost as much to produce like so we might actually potentially see like more fair pricing in games because like you wouldn't charge the same amount for a, a disc that doesn't use all the data right so okay i guess yeah. I guess as you originally, I thought you were going in a completely different direction. You're like, "Hey, Breath of the Wild might actually be on 3DS." I'd be like, "Wait, no, 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 is no. that even physically possible?" Well, you know, I also, mean, Link looks like he's from a 3DS if you get him at the right angle in that <laughs> oh game. My oh god. my god, he's such a hater. Oh I'm god. telling you what I saw. It looked bad at some points. It's an alpha build, man. Alpha. Let's leave it alone. It's not an alpha build. It's Every the, game the I played, game. they warned me this is alpha. They did not do that with Legend of Zelda. No. It's the final game. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's whatever. It doesn't need to be. Uh, doesn't need to be photorealistic. Oh, you don't need to like just take the opposite side to everything I say, Jordan. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> I think I do. I feel like he doesn't because I'm actually like really. Ex I'm actually really excited for Breath of the Wild, and that's like saying a lot considering I f almost gave up on Zelda after Skyward Sword. So like. Cody the fact that you're on the people. other side now, like, kind of trying to tear it down for me. I'm not tearing it down. <laughs> I just said that there were points where Link looked bad. Not the game. Link himself, as a character model, looked very bad in certain lights. I guess. Well, you are a stupid head. Oh, and you know who pointed out? <laughs> Who, Miyamoto? No, yeah, Miyamoto did. <laughs> came over. It was He's like, like, just, like ugh. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just, just like they came over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, person who who because I I I didn't watch the the Nintendo Direct uh, completely. I was passing by in the apartment. Yeah. And uh, Jed was like, "Wow, that looks bad." And I looked over. I'm like, "Is this a 3DS game?" He's like, "No, I think this is the actual game they're showing <laughs> off." Yeah, but <laughs> then I know. played it and confirmed it. Jed, oh. Jed's a bit of a hater, though, too. So. Oh, and, oh, and you're not. No. Yeah. Okay. I only hate things you're, that are you bad. Are too. All right. Every, every, anyway, 
that wait, is that it for gaming news? That's it for my uh, gaming news. Gaming? That's it for my side. I mean, you know, I just I wanted to. I, was, I don't know. What do you guys think? You know what, Jenny NX. Hollywood? <laughs> Who? What? No, never mind. I don't know. I, I, I don't again, again, pointing, again, pointed at. Uh, but you want to? Someone in the office is agreeing with chipping you. Chipping your two cents here, Lisa. Yeah, that's right. Shut up. Don't, don't be mean. <laughs> don't be so mean. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, I right. call, I got dibs. Well, take all right. It easy. Okay, stop. Let's take it easy. Let's movie let's, news. Let, well, guys, if you would slow your rolls a oh, little bit. I thought bit. you were trying to talk to. Let's take a break for our commercial. Oh, yeah. The commercial yes. we worked very hard on. Yeah, yes. and then we'll come back with film news. Shaq, do you have a need for comics and graphic novels? I do have a fixin'. Have well, a fixin'. what you need to do is go to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and you can get $5 off a Comic Bento subscription. It goes right to your door. Yes, five bucks. Dude, five bucks? Five bucks. Five hey, guys, bucks. can five I get in on this action? Oh, yes, yeah. you can. Whoa. You know what you have to do? Go what to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps and get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. Five whole dollars? Five whole dollars. Whoa. Whoa. Comic Bento. Get it now. Okay, we're back. I said hard on. So soft spoken. <laughs> like you just you just realized that after the commercial. Are you like just doing that for like NPR? Are you auditioning for NPR? Oh yeah. Hello and welcome yeah, hello, to this All is, Things uh, Considered. Late Night Chat with Jordan Bjorden. You, you're the probably going to have to bleep that out. I don't know, can you? That's fine. Know, whatever. That's fine. Um movie news. Yes. Go for it. I have taken over movie news. Uh first yeah, cuz Phil's dead. They've announced uh, they've announced a number of people joining the Kingsman sequel. The Kingsman sequel. Kingsman: The Golden Circle, and the newest addition is everyone's favorite footballing brute, Vinnie Jones. <laughs> oh. Yes, Vinnie oh. Jones from Snatch. Oh. And Fox, yeah. Every Guy Ritchie movie ever. He's gonna join. <laughs> awesome. The cast is gonna be great. Because you said footballing brute, and yes. then I thought he's of someone be, else. Oh, sorry. Uh, football, as in soccer. Oh, as in so- why don't you say soccer? With the U. Yes. Yeah. The football. football. But yeah, Vinny Jones, he's always entertaining whenever whatever he's in. Yeah, he's, he's great. He pretty much plays the same character, just a thug. <laughs> but he works. He works it. He's a lovable thug. <laughs> the lovable, just just kind of a dick, but uh, it's great. Uh oh. I want to say something about Vinny Jones. He was in Celebrity Big Brother. He's like an old man dad now. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. Do you want to be a part of this? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what if we give you the golden yeah, mic? No girls allowed. It's a boys only it's club. Some, uh, like the little rascals, the He Man Woman Haters <laughs> <Yeah>. Club. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. oh, we're gonna get so so many angry comments on this one. That was uh, man. Now that I think about that, that's a messed up title now. Right? He Man right? Woman Haters Club. But uh, and they all grew up. I'm pretty sure I sure I read something on Twitter about people like there was this group of guys who made like a book club that women weren't allowed to be in. I was like, are you serious? Wasn't well, what was the one from uh, from Married with Children that they did? I don't remember. I forget. Al started like a, a, sim- a similar then again, movement. Married with Children. It was just like, hey, we're just going to be controversial all the time. Yeah, it was a different time. Anyway, it was such a funny show. I love uh, that show. Next up, two productions have started. Uh, the first one is Death Note, the movie. From, uh, Didn't, th- haven't they already made like three Death no, Note the movies? American oh, Death Note movie by with Netflix, oh. uh, directed by Adam Wingard, who did. So, uh, so what white guy did they cast as uh, L and oh, Light? Uh, actually, as L, they didn't cast a uh, white guy. Oh, they cast a black guy. Oh, Keith, Keith Stanfield from Short Turn Twelve and Straight Outta Compton. He was a uh, Snoop Dogg in Straight Outta Compton. Oh, wicked. Yeah. Oh, if he I'm plays like a Snoop Dogg L, that would be amazing. <laughs> be hilarious, but um. 
Nat Wolf is playing um, light. Uh, he's playing light Yagami, or Yagami. in this case, light Turner. Is it actually light Turner? Yeah. So they're they're just like they're not even being subtle about it. They're straight no. up just just making like, hey, what if Death Note was set in America? By the dude from the Naked Brothers Band. <laughs> Oh, yeah, why? I do remember that. But yeah, I do by, remember uh, that. That was YTV. It was Nickelodeon, wasn't yeah, it? Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah, Nickelodeon. Directed God. by Adam Winger, who did The Guest and You're Next, which are both actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're so, Next is an amazing movie, actually. Yeah. So maybe uh, it'll actually put some tension in so, Death Note. Whitewashing aside. Well, no, because you know what? I'm okay with it because if they cast a black guy <laughs> as... I'm okay with it because I'm white. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine for me. All you Asian guys, you're going to be pretty pissed off about this. It's, but you know what? Yeah. I was pissed off about Death Note, so whatever. Yeah. Tit for tat. Death Note is such an inherently Japanese story. It really is, though, yeah. Like, especially with, like, the... The Shinigami, like, like the it's very we ingrained. Have we have, like, what? The Grim Reaper? Yeah, we have... But the thing is, with Grim. Death Note, there's multiple gods of death. Yeah. And so... And isn't that something that's in, like... You it's know, I know culture. it's it's yeah. surprising that I, my Japanese culture isn't really as you know tight as it should be. But like, yeah, aren't, isn't that the idea that like there are multiple like exactly. Shinigami and like death isn't like one single entity kind yep. of thing? That's the exact thing. That's why I've been just kind of like this is not really a great idea to like like if you're gonna do it, do it right. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like with Ghost in the Shell. I'm just like, well, some, that's some the things you don't you don't change it that's the difference i think for me with ghost in the shell is that ghost in the shell is still trying to be like it's trying to be like set in this and like the neo tokyo and it's all like still trying to be yeah like if they're just straight out gonna commit to the idea that like this is now an american death note because like all right fine you know they didn't cast a white guy and keep him as light yagami and then what's her name is gonna be all like oh but his like kanji also means moon he's so dreamy like his name is just light yeah. And it's like, that was his birth name because his parents were a bunch of hippies, I guess. But like, you know, what's her name named her kid Apple. So it's not totally out of the realm of That's belief. Um, you know, then, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Call me girl. Um, <laughs> like if they, if they're committing to the idea, then, they, then fine. You know what I mean? Then there's no reason why it can't be like a reinterpretation. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, like, is if you know, you, to do the whole like whitewashing thing in a, in a series that's supposed to be like very, uh, Japanese and Japanese, yeah, and and also trying to commit to all of, like the things that still make it Japanese, while you know putting Charlotte Charlotte Johansson in the in the lead role, yeah. then yeah, then it comes off kind of racist. It does, it really does. But uh, the other production, and that that's I was my about, two cents. <laughs> the other production <laughs> that recently started is uh, the remake of It. No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard. I remember they were doing that, and they're doing yeah. it like as a two-part movie. There's gonna be like the kid version and the adult version, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, that's exactly it. And um, they started casting. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Oh, they started production. I don't, I don't. They started production. Oh, okay. So they cool. must have already gotten casting. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm following it. But uh, it, it was originally directed by Kerry Fukunaga, who did the uh, True Detective and uh, yeah, yeah. No Nation. But then he left because of, like some conflicts with like the studio and stuff. So then they got huh. um. Uh, let me see what's his, what his name is. Uh. It's some, I think it's like a Swedish name. Way to be on the ball, Shaq. Just say it. I'm sorry. Just say it. I'm not even going to try, but it's the dude who directed uh, Mama, if you guys remember that movie from like years ago. Oh, yeah. Mama. Yeah. That movie was bad. (laughs) Was it bad? Yeah. Oh, I never saw it. No, my, this like has nothing to do with anything. My mom uh, was recently told like she she needs to see it. It's a really good movie. So I watched it with her and I was like, crap. What the, (laughs) (laughs) who told you to watch this? (laughs) But, uh, the end. <laughs> yeah. Good story. Can we tell it again? Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> but uh, part one of it comes out September eighth, twenty seventeen. They 
Wait, they're doing a two-parter? Yes, yeah, a two-parter. Like a, Jordan just said, part one is it as... Like, like sorry, from I the perspective of the kids. Like, as kids. And then like, the when second they're the losers part. club. Yeah. And then part two is the repercussions as adults. Yeah, when they come back. Exactly. Like the way they did it in the original one, but just not as one movie. Exactly. Wow. I don't know if that's needed, but okay. Well, there's a big lucrative business in like two-part movies and such, and cutting yeah. your movie into 17 billion parts. I mean, realistically, did Death of the Hallows need to be two parts? Actually, yeah, it did. There's did a it? lot. Have you seen the size of Harry Potter books? Yeah. They're like especially, the Bible, dude. But they didn't, you know the what? Second book, especially but, the last book. Okay, the last but, book had enough stuff where, yeah, it kind of had Freaking Goblet of Fire was a huge... Was a, Tome, but like it wasn't cut into a two-part movie, so go figure that yeah, one. Yeah, and people complain that they cut so many things out. They well, did. They cut a lot of stuff. I, you out. know what? And have you seen it? Yeah, it's like two hours long. It's like a, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about like the book. Oh, uh, the book. <laughs> oh. no, the <laughs> book's not that thick. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't need to be two parts. No. Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah. But you know, what? I'm, I'm saying going back to Harry Potter, I, I quite enjoyed Goblet of Fire, and Goblet of Fire was my favorite book. So I don't know, just, um, just I liked it. It was good. They got they got the main stuff in there, and it's like I feel like if you're if you're a good enough director, you can make like you know the works of Shakespeare pretty thick, and people adapted those into movies pretty. The, pretty good. the plays for Shakespeare, no, they're those are like 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 three hour, four hour affairs, and they cut yeah, those down. Into, they made really. they made it work in, the, in an hour and a half with Leonardo DiCaprio, that's true. And, yeah, that's, and then again with Mel Gibson. Yeah. I really like The Merchant of Venice. That was, that was probably my favorite one. I don't think that, you know With what, I'm Al Pacino actually, and his New York accent <laughs> playing a, <laughs> a Venetian yeah, merchant. Yeah. Hey, I'm working here. <laughs> that was the Jeez. best. <laughs> but uh, anyway, next up in the news, hey, they're making another Dungeons hey. and Dragons movie. Yeah, I saw about, I saw that and I, I got a little excited. They cast the first actor, which is Ansel Elgort, who's... Wait, there have uh, been other Dungeons and oh, yeah. Dragons. There was only one. I remember one. I remember one. It came out in 2000 and it had Marlon Wayne. Yeah, it sucked. It's but you know what? No, that one sucks, but it sucks in a good way because it's kind of self-aware of itself. No, like, it's, it, it's it, garbage, dude. I don't know, man. It knows Listen, it sucks. I remember watching that with my dad on like satellite, like really terrible pay-per-view, and we were just like, "This is terrible." I don't know. Had, like, I got a soft spot for because it, it, like, it feels super self-aware to me. And Marlon it's just, Wayne's like, and like Jeremy yeah, Irons. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> But uh, no, they, cast, you know? uh, they cast Ansel Elgort, who, uh, if you guys have seen The Fault in Our Stars, he was like the main guy from that. Yeah, he's a cute, oh, little, okay. cute little boy. Cute little, cute little munchkin yeah. over there. He's, yeah, he's, he's going to be the he's big he's warrior. He's a teenager. He's like, no, he's got to be like, what, 18 he's, he's now? He's in his 20s. Yeah, he's in his yeah. 20s, yeah. He's going to be like the big cute warrior, the main He's like character. our age. <laughs> exactly. You know who else is our age? Or at least my age? What? Zelda Williams. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought she was a lot. I, well, I keep forgetting older. you're older than me. Yeah, because you're an old man. Yeah. Get off my lawn! That's a, a great tiny thing voice. that's happening. Yeah, no, I, I saw that yesterday on, on, cool. on the interwebs. I like and I got D&D. Little, yeah. Well, hopefully they can actually make, because, yeah, realistically, there's only been, like, what, one actual th- theatrical Lot, Dungeons like, and Dragons. Yeah. There's been, like, three or four movies, but only one that actually went, like, to theater. So. and it bombed horribly. Oh, yeah, it bombed terribly. Um, so the, Again, Marlon Wayans. <laughs> he wasn't in the first one, though. He was. Not in the he first was, one. He, well, Not in the first, like, theatrical one. He was in, like, the third was, movie. No, was, no. Yeah, dude. No, 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 no. Yeah. The one that yeah. came out in 2000. Okay, what are we looking at? Dungeons yeah, and but that wasn't, movies, a theatrical, that wasn't a theatrical that release. That was a no, theatrical bro. release. Yes, it was. That was, like, straight to VHS. I can look this up right now. Don't oh look God, it up. I'm We're doing, doing a podcast. Now. I remember posters for it. Anyway, go up to the next piece <laughs> of news. <laughs> what? 
three point seven out of ten on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not great. It's a ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes, fourteen percent on Metacritic. It's not. Wow. It's not ideal, but it horrible. I got. I got but, a sweet spot uh, anyway, for it. Next up, they announced some of the voice cast because Lego this looks Lego terrible. movie. They're yeah. making a Lego Ninjago movie. Oh really? And some of the, yeah. Some I was hoping cast, you were going to talk about like Lego Batman. Unfortunately, not. I'm excited for that movie. It looks good. It but looks uh, Lego really Ninjago, good. they got. Jackie Chan, nice. Dave yes. Franco, nice. Michael uh, Pena, Fred Armisen from SNL, nice, and uh, Kumail Nanjani, who's really freaking funny. He's from uh, Silicon Valley and stuff. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I always forget. He's Prismo also. Yeah. And he's yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> and yeah, so they had just announced some of the voice cast for that. Uh, comes out. Uh, let me see if they announced the cast uh, release date. They did September twenty second, twenty seventeen. Woo! There are two Lego. Yeah, Lego Batman comes out earlier that year. Also, I'm, I'm surprised Ninjago is getting a. Like I'm a not. I'm not shocked. All actually, all properties. I didn't think the Ninjago would get one. Well, well you know what? going to get one now. That's too. the thing that no one seems to understand. I keep saying it, and everyone keeps saying I'm wrong. We had. In the past, like, five years, we saw the resurgence of, the like, the era of the zombie. And now people are sick and tired of zombies, but we're seeing more and more ninja-based stuff. I don't think yeah. so. Dude, what other ninjas? We saw we saw a, a relaunch of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've seen two Ninja Turtles movies. Ninja We've Turtles never went ninja, away. Well, they kind of did. G.I. Joe, really. the ninja fight on the mountain. Yeah. We <laughs> saw, like, a... How many ninjas that were in Daredevil season one and two? Like tons of that's them. Daredevil's always that's, that's just source material. We're seeing, we're seeing like yeah, like ninja uh, Lego. We're seeing like more ninja like TV shows and cartoons. I, I don't. I think you're you're there's some straws and you're grasping for we're them. Seeing, but... uh, we've seen we've seen a couple ninja video games as well. Sure, what, what, we'll, we'll let you. You know what I want to see more of uh, in popular that? culture. What? 1840s era gold no. prospectors. No. <laughs> or trailhead ass. No. I can't, I can't do that voice, but I know what you're talking about. No. There's but, uh, gold in these rivers. <laughs> There's a snake in my boots. None of that. That area was just dysentery all over the yeah. place. If Oregon Trail is like my base. Is on oh education. my god! Can we make an Oregon Trail movie? <laughs> no. Yes. It just it just ends with everyone dying of dysentery. <laughs> no, that's probably in the pipeline somewhere. <laughs> We're making Tetris into a movie, so a trilogy. A trilogy movie. Yeah. They're making a trilogy. A trilogy. Ma- the- Tetris needed to be three movies, apparently. Yeah. It was too big for just one. <laughs> Oh, that actually, Cody. that's an interesting God, transition. Another video game movie that's coming out. They announced a release date for the Minecraft movie, May huh. 24, 2019. I guess it was I want that to be like time. a survival, like, so, yeah, horror. Man versus nature. <laughs> it's is, all blocky. Yeah, it's all realistic. <laughs> I was all Just against punching this. the tree. I was against this so heavily, like, really a Minecraft movie, until they announced a director. Who's Rob Miguel Henny from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, really? oh that's gonna be Mac funny. Mac funny. is directing this. <laughs> okay, I'm down. Yep, that's why I'm, I'm okay like, okay, it. I'm in now because man, it's probably not gonna happen. But if they made like a hard R Minecraft, oh, <laughs> God, can you imagine? It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia style. We've got to get, Danny we've got to get, uh, we got to get Charlie Davis to uh, star as uh, as Steve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would actually work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or like the ghost of Steve. Steve. There we go. Steve. Yeah. Steve died. No, no, no. But there's there was like a glitch. It's like a it's like a cream, uh, cream uh, pasta. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, you know the, the ghost yeah, of Steve. Yeah, thing? yeah, it shows yeah. Up. He's got like white eyes. Mm. Glitches. Weird. Like okay. Anyway, short, short story. This is like minor, but uh, 
Finding Dory made like three hundred million in like two weeks. Yeah, of course it did. Surprise, it surprise! The fastest movie to make that much, the best animated movie to do. It beat a uh, Shrek two and Toy Story three in terms of like the getting to that point. But God, yeah, Shrek so. two! What a good movie. But, uh, what, I, you know what? what and what, I, what good movie? Uh, uh, Shrek Dory? two. No, oh, Shrek two. Shrek two's yeah. great. You know, and actually, I'm. Uh, you, you guys want to hear something? I know you're gonna get mad at me. What? I actually don't think Shrek one's a good movie. You are wrong. Oh you know God. what? Because the thing is, you are so wrong. Shrek one is very much just like like your bog standard sort of like romantic comedy. The thing, no, it's a parody of all the fairy tale it, tropes. That's the problem. And it doesn't. Second. No, it doesn't. Go back and watch it. It actually doesn't do anything with this fairy tale material. Shrek two does. If Shrek two had been Shrek one, would have worked like gangbusters. Shrek okay, one is just, is just another romantic comedy that happens to be like fairy tales involved. Uh, did, did it I doesn't do. I, name me one like actual fairy tale joke in Shrek one. Like the invasion of all the fairy tale characters. The gingerbread that, man. That the happened in. Oh what? The, no, oh so that so one. them that just happened one. happening to be there. No, when he breaks his legs, threatens to dunk him into that's uh, not, that's, into again, milk, again. and then says and then he asks him like, "Where are they?" He's like, "Do you know the Muffin Man?" That's not like that's. Oh, oh yeah, the, that that great piece of oh, comedy, God. just doing this, but like actually using like. Far, far away as an actual location, having the fairy godmother be and Prince Charming like being the villain, like the idea of like you know the happily ever after. Do you people... not remember Robin Hood in the first one? That whole trope. That was okay. Yeah, but again, I don't oh know. It, yeah, that wasn't no. really that big of a joke because Robin Hood Men in Tights already existed. So, oh a, a singing I'm and done. dancing you, effeminate you Robin Hood. Kids, Shrek kids, One was there first, right? You think kids in two thousand and one. Watched Robin Hood Men in Tights. I did. Yeah. I had watched Robin Hood Men in Tights way not, before Shrek not, One. You weren't a child. Still, how old doesn't are mean you? I can't watch. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Twenty. Uh, he was twenty. Uh, he was twenty. <laughs> Might have been twenty-five years old. I was. I think about twelve. Maybe eleven. Eleven man. and eleven or twelve, maybe. Exactly. I would have watched. I watched. I'd watched. I'd watched eight. Spaceballs. Eight, I'd watched. Eight-year-olds didn't watch Robin Hood Men in Tights. Well, then that's not my fault. You had a <laughs> upbringing. Oh my. God. God. Yeah. yeah. That's not a fairy tale joke. Yes, That's is. just a bird exploding. Uh, Feed some rice to a bird, it'll explode. Every Disney movie ever? Every Disney princess ever sings to animals. Oh, hey, I'm going to sing to animals. I'm going to make this bird explode. Oh, that's oh a yeah. That, that's a yeah, joke. that actually is. is. Yeah. It's actually really funny. It's not. It is. Oh, my God. It was it still is. I can, well, There's I go, a reason why people about, talk about Shrek and not Shrek 2. How about, well, because you're wrong. Shrek, yeah, no, well, we, we don't, we don't, we don't need to talk about Shrek three or four. Yeah, I will give Shrek two. That one had Puss in Boots, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Puss I like Boots. It's yeah. an assassin. It I like the, cats. The, the, the poison apple was like a bar where all the villains hang out. Like the ugly stepsister who was like, serving the drinks and, and was voiced by uh, what was it, Larry King? Yeah, but uh, it actually did more with the source material. Like Shrek one just happened to have material? it there. Shrek was Original source material that just happened to make fun of the one fact of the that it's the fairy tale stuff. Pinocchio. Oh, what the three him? little pigs. Though you say there were again, you're, all you're all you're doing is listing characters who happen to be there. Well, no, because their presence and what they were doing was going against what yeah. you know them for. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, really. Anyway, oh Family Guy would have already made the Pinocchio joke the up the butt. Or when, or when like Shrek goes back into his house and the like the the wolf is in his uh, yeah. in his bed, like yeah. hi, like the way it was in He's the like, story. Yo, what's up, bro? 
Yeah, like, never mind. Anyway, I'm so that's, sick that's of you. Not a, that's not a I'm, joke. No, you're, you're just, no, it was a joke because it was in his bed. No. Oh, my oh, God, my. it's hilarious. This is a story about finding Dory. People Instead don't of, find wolves in their bed, therefore comedy. This so turned into shrimp. You're so sick of you. <laughs> anyway. Get off the podcast. I'm so angry. I'm sorry, sorry to shit all over your dreams about God, how that Final movie thing. Final movie story. They, they just recently announced a release date for Wreck-It Ralph 2. Oh, okay. It will be coming out March 9th, 2018. That's Let's wonderful. Let's actually get Mario in this one, because I was like, the, the thing that made me so upset about Wreck-It Ralph 1 was that, like, the whole idea is that he wants to be a hero, and at no point did Mario show up and be like, it's okay, Ralph, you can be a hero on your own. Well, you don't need Mario, because he's got Sonic. He's got <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need Mario. Oh yeah. Does Mario have blast processing? No. No. <laughs> Didn't oh, no, think true. so. I, I can't even rebut one, that. It's true. <laughs> one thing I was disappointed by in the first movie, Cody remembers this because when we went to go see it, was that they had they introduced a concept of game jumping. And I was hoping for more game jumping. Yeah. Or they like they would actually like go into different genres. So like into like or like Street actual because I you know what for some reason I came up with this idea when I first saw it that like at one point. Ralph would be in like Donkey Kong land and they would do that like mirror gag yeah. where they were like raising their hands together because they look so similar yeah. with the big fists I was and hoping for more stuff like that to just kind of play around with the fact that they have cameos by all these characters yeah. but they just kind of jumped into like two like uh, a racing game but at the same time it's good that it didn't because it didn't become reliant on the idea that all they needed to do was show That's cameos true. from other games like they actually like it it felt like what it was toy story in video games yeah and that's what it needed to be yeah it was actually kind of cool I, I think i remember uh i might have written a story somewhere about it back somewhere. when it came out um Maybe for like the there was paper. um no it wasn't for the school papers oh. one of the like places i wrote for free at back in the day um where uh w during the production of wreck it ralph there was like this big fight with the studio and sega and nintendo because uh, in the the part where they have the like rehabilitation circle, yeah. um, Sega was like Doctor Robotnik's bigger than Bowser, and Nintendo's like no Bowser's bigger than Doctor Robot, and like the they're, studio they're, had to like delegate between the two. I don't know if that's true. Olds. Yeah, I don't know if it was true or not, but I really want to believe that there's these like executives being like, no, my bad yeah. guy's bigger than your bad guy. <laughs> and at one point, one of the Sega guys was just like, well, you know what? Sega does what Nintendo don't. Bitch. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> a rated G movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, hey, we're allowed to say the B word on. Well, look, this, this would be the executives arguing. Yeah, this isn't oh, on the, in the movie. This is just them arguing. Pay attention, Shaq. Behind listen, the scenes. Listen, I know you're listen. upset about the whole Shrek talk, but yeah, pay attention. <laughs> it was depressing. <laughs> it didn't need to be that long arguing about Shrek. Shrek is a meme now. Yeah, that's true. That's is Shrek that shows like, how great. Sorry to go back to Shrek for a second. Is Shrek like the last good Mike Myers movie? Yes. The love don't even was say the love okay. Oh my god, absolute garbage. It's juvenile, but I laughed at no, it. No, it was bad because you're a juvenile human. The only thing that was funny, funny about the only thing I kind of found funny was George Lecoq Rock. I don't know <laughs> oh why that just Justin Timberlake <laughs> was so no, he was actually really funny in that movie. I'm like just talking about his name in general Still, made me I laugh. Don't know. No, <laughs> it you looks know like he's smuggling. Oh, I don't even know if it was George Laroque. I know there was a, uh, a hockey player called George Laroque, but just yeah. the cock no, You know what's the funniest part of Love Guru? The fact that the the Leafs won the state. Oh my Cup. god, yeah. That is the funniest when my, part. When me and my buddy saw that in the theater and I like leaned over to him and I was like, enjoy this. This is the only time you're going to see the Leafs win the Cup in your life. <laughs> yeah. 
Talking about being original. Oh, <laughs> 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 leaves 1967. Oh, I'm a comedian. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I hit a nerve, Cody? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Was that the last bit of uh, movie news? Yeah, that's the last bit of movie news. And yes, that it also is the last funny movie that yeah. Mars is in was Shrek 2. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about, too. I think, yeah, Shrek 2. Wow, that's... Well, he hasn't really been well, in much was, anything. Did like, Shrek 2 happen before uh, Goldmember? Because Goldmember wasn't happened terrible. happened after. Okay. Was he uh, sure? What's it called? Goldmember was 2002. Shrek 2 was 2004. Okay. Wow. I figured it would have happened first. Yeah. Wow, the mid-2000s, He actually man. hasn't been in a movie. Like, no, he really hasn't. hasn't been in a live-action movie since that one cameo in Inglourious Bastards. Yeah, he's yeah. getting that sweet, sweet Wayne's World money. He doesn't need anything else. Aren't they, re- aren't they doing a new... Oh, they I don't... God, I hope like, not. Are they do- I'm pretty sure they're doing a third Wayne's World, I no. thought I heard somewhere. Oh, That's that might be kind of... rumored for, like, ever, but yeah. it's probably It doesn't not need happening. to happen. They're too old. It won't happen. Anyway, That's it for movie what are you guys watching? Playing. No, we're going to do watching first because Phil's not here and we're going to be talking watching. about Finding Dory. So. Oh, okay, let's talk about Finding <laughs> Dory. Also, actually, before you guys talk about Finding Dory, I'll say I watched Popstar the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd you like that. Movie, and it's really funny. Yeah. I'm so upset that it bombed because it is it's pretty much an hour and a half long Lonely Island skit for better and for worse. Like, it is very absurd in its humor. Yeah. And it'll just go in very bizarre terms. <laughs> and that, but that works, like, because honestly, like, I had dealt a very small amount with Lonely Island. And I actually, like, w- when Hot Rod came out, yeah. I didn't actually, like, I went to the, the Blockbuster to rent it and they didn't have any copies. So I just bought it. And it was like one of those moments where you buy a movie without knowing anything about it and you have no regrets afterward. Like, <laughs> the, I honestly got, I don't know why, I l- had to stop the movie at the Cool Beans part because I was laughing so hard. Like, I actually had to stop it. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it is, it's pretty much similar to that where they're just kind of like parodying the music industry. Especially yeah. pop. It's most directly a, like a Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber, of course. But they go to like other artists in the music industry. Like I showed you guys, uh, there's a song that they have about like equal rights, but it has to be adamant about, uh, adamant about the fact that he's not gay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty much like a Macklemore parody. Yeah. Thing. Like they have a, they bring in a character who's pretty much Tyler, the creator. Um, <laughs> and uh, they just show all his like ridiculous stunts that he does. And it's really funny. Um, the parts where they tries to be like an actual movie, because like the whole story is like how he just broke up with his friends to be like a superstar, and his friends are kind of bitter about it. And it's about them them trying to come back together and be friends again. That part is not really as strong, and that's very clearly like the stuff that's like Judd Apatow had put in because he was producing. But uh, like for the most part, it's still really funny and just worth checking out. Right on, cool. If you can. Because it's probably going out of theaters like everywhere <laughs> now because it unfortunately bombed. Nah, that's a shame. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, yes, you guys want to talk about Finding Dory? Yeah, yeah I want to talk about Finding Dory. I adored that movie. It was so cool. And you know what? The, okay, before we go into Finding Dory, there's like this little like short movie before that they played. Oh, that's the problem. I got a bootleg. Oh, okay. So I, so I went oh, to the... I didn't... I didn't I, I, terrible pirate It was a sir. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> we had just finished doing an escape room. My sister's like, hey, I got this box thing that yeah. shows us movies. Let's put on a movie. And I was like, okay. Oh, I got one of those things. Okay, well, anyway, I got... Uh, I actually went to the theater to watch it, and there's this adorable, like, uh, short Free flip... movie? Uh, like, yeah, short movie beforehand. Yeah. There's, like, a little, like, like uh, bird that lives by the beach it's like not an aquatic bird but they like follow the tide and they go and like try to like pick up yeah. shells and stuff and then when the tide comes back they fly away and it's like this little bird trying to learn how to fly and stuff and he can't he gets washed up by the like yeah. ocean it, it was 
the cutest goddamn thing I've ever seen. And then the movie starts with a baby Dory. And I'm like, God, <laughs> I'm cute overload. Yeah, yeah. Is, I can't is, do it, man. <laughs> when I go see it, because I'll probably go see it, I hope it that I don't hate it like I did the short from the last Pixar movie. Which, I mean, oh, no, with that the, snowman? Oh, no, sorry. No, no, no that's, I mean, that's the one, just oh, a Scotiabank. Oh, oh, I hated from, that. No, the Maybe one from, uh, The one from Inside Out, the lava short. Oh, I, I thought that was so cute. What's I wrong with you? Hated, it was the most obnoxious. He just wanted to fall in lava. Listen, listen, it was the worst thing ever because it was its entire existence revolved around a pun. And it was awful. Oh, it was you know garbage. what? I don't like puns Shaq. either, but it was so cute. Next time, next time, if and you're going to see Finding Dory, let me know. I'll go watch it again. Let, let me... Just say I this, really like, about it. that short. The, the whole thing is like, I need someone to love, and I was like, freak off. <laughs> you got like, just because you got no love or joy in your heart. No, I don't like stupid puns that are dragged out. I for don't like, like five stupid minutes. puns either. But he was—he just wanted someone to love, man. He wanted no, someone to love. He's, his back short. was facing the, the mountain that he loved, and the water got all. It was I. I got a little no, choked screw up. Screw that short. I got a little but, choked uh, up. Anyway, man. continue about finding Dory. Um. So, uh, what's the plot for people who don't know? Yeah, okay, it's probably the same as Without the other movie. Well, well, no, so what happens is, um, so Dory, played by Ellen DeGeneres, that's the only person I know who's in the movie, so yes. don't expect this to be like a Phil level, okay? The guy from in laws, and he also did the voice of Hank Scorpio, yeah. So, anyway, um, Marlin. so so Dory, um, it the movie starts a year after Finding Nemo, and uh. Dory's living with Nemo and Marlon. Marlon, thank you. Um, and so, like, she's about to go, like go to school with Nemo and like, <laughs> okay. uh, but, but like the Stingray doesn't want her to go, and then she goes anyway, and uh, she gets a memory. She gets a me- exactly. She gets memory, and uh, it's her parents. She, yeah, so. Dory, who has like no short-term memory, yeah. gets a memory of her parents. She's like, "Oh my God, I have parents! I need to find them." And then she gets Marlin and Nemo to help her. Yeah. And uh, she during gets, the process, she gets lost. Well, okay. she gets she gets like abducted, sort of the same way that Nemo did. But it just so happens that it's like fortunate because it takes her to the place where her parents and yeah. even she it was, was uh, born. It was like a marine life, uh, like sanctuary. Yeah, like yeah. a rehabilitation yeah. center. So uh, they're trying. Nemo and uh, Marlin are trying to get in. She's trying to find her parents. And she hooks up with a very, uh, like, oh, you know what? I did love this. Ed O'Neill as a grumpy old octopus. Oh, my God. And it was yeah. so funny. He was. And then, oh, and then, and then Ty Burrell shows up as uh, um, a, beluga. Wait, a, beluga a beluga whale. Yeah. And when he, he, he doesn't, was... he doesn't know that he has echolocation. So when he finds what he does, like, every line of dialogue is just him going like, okay, I think they're over there. Ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's actually really funny. Um, <laughs> And then and then uh, and then what's her name? I forget this uh, from Always Sunny. The yeah, girl who plays D, Sweet D. D. Yeah, as, yeah, as a, as a nearsighted whale shark. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. yeah she was <laughs> like, hilarious. Oh yeah, all the characters um, are actually yeah. Awesome. They were all really lovable. Um, there was this one like kind of side gag that like every animation animated movie needs to have now, where it's like, oh look at the stupid like animal that everyone's gonna adore. They sort of yeah. did that with like a what was it a seal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the it's weird, seals. They're like the minions. Oh, is that the, the, the weird looking seal that look like Yeah, with the eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like every he kept trying to like get onto the rock and the other seals would like stop whatever they're doing. Oh, you know, he was like, rock, rock, rock. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um I actually I, I really enjoyed it though because it it actually had like a bit of a social commentary on like um you know, legitimate disabilities well, and how they're viewed by people. 
And, uh, you know, sometimes the person that, uh, you know, has a disability is actually more useful than you think. Well, that's one of the things that I found really interesting about it was because the whole reason for Dory's kind of like existence in the first movie is to kind of be that gag like that. Hey, like all these fish are acting like like normal. But here's Dory as a fish who's actually acting like a fish with like no short term memory. Mm. And the way that they actually kind of like spun that around and made it that like, yeah, she had this disability her entire life and it's like you see her parents trying to work through it and it's very like very heartbreaking and very like hard to deal with um really made it very like very interesting to me that they actually like were able to focus the entire movie on dory Mm -hmm. um personally i didn't like it as much as the first one i i liked it a lot Mm -hmm. but i thought the first one felt a little bit more structured for this to for me like Finding Dory felt a lot more chaotic. Like it was just like go 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 go, and then like and then it was the end. There was a lot more uh, in Finding Dory. It was like it's setting up for the next. It piece. just and it just felt way too um, fast paced. Like Finding yeah, Nemo did also, that too. Yeah, but it was also that's because it's staying true to like Dory as a character. That's how she is. Uh, and it's following a person like that. They can't slow it down because Dory's always... I don't know. They made it work in the first one. They well, did. Dory had much more limited role in the first one. Well, because the whole movie really is Marlin and Dory, right? For the most part. Kind of. I was a little upset to not see any of the... Because I thought I saw them in the, the, the casting for Finding Dory. Like all the guys from the first one. Uh, show up like like Spike and the Bubbles guy. And the, oh, the, I thought they were all um, gonna show up again. Or was it post credits and we just didn't stick around? There's for a post credits. Ah, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it was like <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. We finished. Yeah, you know what? Though? You get for watching a movie illegal. Yeah, you know what though? Okay, I don't want to like spoil it, no. so, so I'm not gonna say what it is. Preachy but the here. only reason why I knew about it was because before the movie, uh, they Did had you? like an interview with the directors, and they're oh. like, "Oh, there's a post credit scene." It was a little disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, they they showed up. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I really liked it. And I did like too. I think maybe I just like Baby Dory is the cutest that thing ever put so on a TV adorable. screen. And I don't or on know. a silver screen, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't make it sadder. They should have. There were po- uh, there were points where I was like I got this a guy got in here. I got a little joked up to him. Yeah, no, and, and like that's just what they do though. Pixar's yeah. so good at that. Um I, I like really a liked baby it though. Maybe still during finding or Wally. Finding Wally. Finding Wally. Oh, there's, there's a crossover. <laughs> <right now. laughs> How is Wally gonna get in water? He's a robot. He's gonna get electrocuted. He's got like That's a, why they're trying to find him. Yeah. <laughs> find his corpse. Yeah. Find his it's it's a, it's a really dark version. It's <laughs> they gotta rebuild. Dark. <laughs> He's a versatile Don't robot. Gritty. But yeah, probably. Uh, finding Dory. Recommend. What are you guys playing? Um, what have I been playing? Uh, I finally played kirby robobot yeah and i enjoyed it yeah that's good i thought it was too short you know what i need to i didn't give you the um the amiibo i need to i need to bring that in well I, I i bought the meta knight amiibo oh, okay what, what does the meta knight amiibo do because i only got the um the waddle, the waddle D. D, yeah uh it makes you blue and it gives you like some of uh the powers that meta knight has it just sort of gives you a stronger sword ability um I tried out the Kirby Amiibo, so it gives you, like, from Smash, so it gives you the Smash powers, and it, okay. it's not that good. It's not, uh, it's not I good. like the Smash Bros. Kirby. It's literally, like, his moveset from Super Smash Bros. Yeah, is, oh, it's like, like, it's uh, like it's, but it's, like, kind of different. It's weird. Eh, well, because it's, it's, it's a 2D same. Um, platformer instead of a fighter. But, but yeah, uh, that was okay. The Amiibo's, the Amiibo compatibility wasn't that great, which is, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, I just, like, I, I don't know, because we were talking about this earlier. 
I, I get the sinking suspicion that Nintendo has gotten into a very, very comfortable place with Kirby because it seems like every Kirby that has come out since Epic Yarn has had like one gimmick. I, and I, that is the thing that they focus on. And it's not like they, they build the gameplay around that gimmick. It's just like, you know, they just find a way to put that gimmick into like level. So it's yeah. like, is you know. Is that not with like a lot of Nintendo I was going to say, I don't want to, I don't want to break this no. to you, dude. That's, that's every Nintendo game recently. Well, really just yeah, the same game with a new gimmick. Well, yeah. at least like, I, I'll say this, at least Kirby finds a way to make it somewhat interesting because, you know, Star Fox Zero's gimmick was just, hey, oh, crappy oh, motion controls. Um, and then like, what, what you know, and no, Skyward yeah. Sword's gimmick was, hey, crappy motion controls. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know See, what like, other Kirby games. Kirby has had like the more interesting, I guess, like gimmicks Ideas? per se. Like remember when the when the DS just came out and they had Canvas Curse? Yeah, Canvas Curse was entirely cool. a ball, just entirely with. Style. But again, that's one that's different because they yeah. built the entire gameplay around that like interesting gimmick, right? Yeah. Like with with like say Return to Dreamland, it's like oh hey, you get a, sometimes you get a really powerful like copy ability, uh, you know, uh, triple deluxe. Hey, sometimes you can have a really powerful suck ability. Uh, this one. Hey, sometimes you get... I was waiting for one of you guys to jump in there. <laughs> um, you know, and yeah, now it's like, hey, sometimes you get to pilot a robot suit. And don't get me wrong, the robot awesome. suit's awesome. So awesome. But, you know, I couldn't help but feeling a little bit disappointed with it because it, like, it didn't feel like they built enough gameplay around it. And then there was only like was 10 abilities you could get. Very satisfied with, uh, with it. Uh, maybe I'm just being a Mr. simple man. Mr. I only played but... a level and a half of it <laughs> it was not a level and a half i mean i'm not saying you didn't play enough but you... i played i don't know i got to like world three i think two or three i don't know there's like what there's, there's 40 four minutes of gameplay <laughs> yeah. whatever man um, <laughs> that's what i'm saying no you 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 had enough to write a comprehensive review yeah, no, um <laughs> just saying no, I, I liked i liked the uh the robot suits they were. i liked it too but like it's like it's just that problem that it feels like and and, and i felt the same way about triple deluxe is that like they kind of set a pace in the first level and they never went any faster or any slower than that pace it was just here's a nice gentle yeah. little thing you're not gonna try and challenge you all that much. Don't worry. This is baby, baby's first Kirby's. Yeah, and I don't know. I just Kirby felt like I remember a time when, like, because I remember Kirby's not for us anymore, dude. No, because like Kirby's a child, a very childish thing. No, but like when I was a kid, Kirby Superstar was hard. Back as in my balls. day, in the old days of 1982, Kirby 64. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby 64 was hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, chat. <laughs> so there was, You're yeah. welcome, Sonny. But the ending was really good. The ending, the actually, the, you can and you, you can go on YouTube and find the ending. Uh, yeah. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, it turns into like uh, Star Fox, and it felt more like Star Fox than Star Fox Zero did oh for me. Oh my god! So. Okay, so what I, is wrong, right Jack? Now? What did you play? Wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Finish this. Finish your thought quick. Because I also played Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicle or Umbrella Corporation. Oh, Umbrella Cor yes. It was... sucks. It is so bad. Is like, that the, oh, the light rail shooter? For no, it's like um, it's like an online only multiplayer. It's, oh, it's well, the what follow up. Expect? It's the follow up to Raccoon City, basically. Uh, what's the one I'm thinking of? You're thinking the of Umbrella, Umbrella Chronicles. Umbrella Chronicles. That's yeah, it. this okay. is Umbrella Core. Uh, it's so bad. Um, it's got literally two game modes. Um, one of them is just standard deathmatch. You get one life, your team goes down, whatever. Rounds of three, basically, yeah. Awesome. And then the other one is like a mission mode where it's like there's random missions, but the missions are A, 
totally not explained at all. So like there was a part where it was like 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 um get a bit of zombie DNA. At no point on the map does it ever show where the zombie is to get the DNA, how you have to go about getting it, or what like you're just doing in general. Um the game suffers from a lot of like server issues, so like if one or two people have bad connections, you can expect the entire game to be a laggy just mess of a game. And it just it's like it's so boring. It's so like just just vanilla in its presentation. Like and nothing about it is interesting. Like the fact that maybe okay, oh, but it's got zombies on the board and the but it's like your character has a backpack that makes zombies not see you. So unless someone shoots your backpack yeah. and just like gets rid of your disruptor, which rarely happens. If you're getting shot, you're going down, period. Yeah. Like Would you have like, liked it more if they were ninjas? Is that what this is? No, um, yeah, maybe a little bit. But, like, <laughs> I don't know, because I, I got the special, I got, like, the full edition. Like, that's the one they sent us. So I got to play as, like, I I, I can make my character look like Wesker. So that made me really happy. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, it's just, like, it's all it is. And it's, like, and then it has the balls to be a $40 game. It's, like, are you kidding me? Who in their right mind is paying full price for this piece there of crap? People who really like Resident Evil, and then and then you know what else it is? It's that other problem too, because it's so again, it's just like I think you just you go on it and you're you're just naturally bored because it has that problem that getting into heists in Grand Theft Auto has, where it's like it takes sixty goddamn hours to get into a game, and then like you know if people get into your game, they can't wait more than like a minute and a half before dropping out to try and find a faster game so it's like you're constantly just waiting around for people to join your stupid games and then games are over in two minutes and they're not even fun like it's just so it's just such a weak attempt like it's, it's like it's like capcom how did you come out of e3 with with that awesome resident evil 7 demo build up all this confidence and then go you know what let's release this ahead anyway <laughs> like, just dump on all of that yeah it's like you could have just left this out of the picture we all could have been really hopeful and excited for resident evil 7 but now it's like now i gotta be hesitant about 7 because you put this pile of crap out <laughs> anyway because they don't you guys. have any money so they, <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they had to they had to put something out there <laughs> gotta fill that <laughs> so they, void so they could actually fund resident evil 7 and I'm sorry not, anyway um what i'm playing um i just recently finished mirror's edge catalyst how was that the Adventures yeah. of Noodle Arm McStupid Face. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. It, is, it looks so bad. It's it's okay. It's I'd say it's good. It's like the best seven out of ten that we'll get. You know what? I, but you know what? The uh, I, the most seven out of ten game I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> All the sevens, but like. Don't you kind of feel like Mirror's Edge 1 was kind of like that? Like, there was a lot of hype around it when the demo launched, and then it came out, and it was just kind of an okay game. Th that's the thing. It was like, it's it's such a good concept. Yeah. It's like, it feels like it should be more fleshed out. but And with, like, this new one, it isn't really all that much. You know what like, my... It's, they change it from, like, a linear game to more open world, and it feels so unnecessary. That's my problem with it, is that if they had actually committed to an open world, like in the sense that you're not just on the rooftops like you could actually go down onto the ground level and you like there's like yeah. different ways you could climb up the buildings that Doesn't would be it, interesting like, like there are different ways you can get to like certain paths but it's still it's like, just it's open rooftop and it, again yeah it's open it's just mainly rooftops and just like it's sometimes, not you're in, sometimes you're in indoors like office buildings and there's like really cool architecture and art yeah. design and stuff like that and um uh but the game is so handholdy too like that, the way that the little like the hunter's vision the, works that, too honestly, like it's kind of necessary because, like, there's sometimes where just everything is just all white, so you can't see. 
anything. Yeah. That. That's the future. Everything's chrome. Everything's shiny. <laughs> and shiny, the game. <laughs> yeah, the story future. is so basic. It's like what it's the typical thing that it's like, a reboot, right? Or a prequel? It's a reboot. Because yeah, because Faith was Re- a, a was a grown woman in the first game. Yeah, it's a reboot slash prequel because it's basically her origin. Oh. It, like she's already like a runner per se, but like uh it's like how she becomes the faith of like the first game. Oh. And uh just running on just kind of <laughs> dealing with like overthrowing a corporation. You got like the cocky like guy who like clash it, they personality clash, but then yeah, they you got the team Maverick. up together, you got the quirky you got the goose. like goofy characters you got the mentor you got plot twists and you got the plot twists that you could see coming from like three miles away you got that (laughs) slick 30 frames a second and (laughs) garbage graphic like pixelation on how it looks on xbox one yeah i play on xbox one oh it's so bad so bad it's so like you want easily one of the ugliest games on the xbox one yeah like like none of the faces are really textured no it looks blurry even when they're like up close it's bad it's but um I should probably stop rough. like actually say like stuff that may actually made it get a seven. The parkour gameplay itself is still fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I it, agree. It's still super satisfying when you like do a chain of just like just hopping, swinging, flying yeah. all over the Although, place. It's still are super you, satisfying. Are you with me on this one? Like that the, the that new like boosting jump all like vaulting thing that they added like yeah. really breaks it because it's just like you like you not vault really, like 20 it, feet into the air satisfying to but me. you're not spider-man like you're not jumping that high it's pretty high it depends on whatever you're jumping off it's like snoop dog high also i'm glad that they got rid of like the terrible gunplay from the yeah game. that was Where, totally like, unnecessary Fate does not hold a gun period like oh, that's no. good they improved the combat system it's not great no but it's still miles better and that was one thing that game. bothered me about the first one too is that like in the demo they were like there was no gunplay like you just like dismantled guns and like disarmed guards and yeah. they, they they were trying to stress that that was the whole thing about it and then the, like last minute decision they put a whole bunch of gun sections it into it not good but no, this it time it's like you can also just chain combos of just like fighting people when while you're still like running so like you'll do like a cool wall run kick a dude in the face and just keep running keep that momentum going yeah and it's satisfying as all hell so like story and like ugly visuals aside it's still like if it's not worth getting unless you're like a die hard is it like, just yeah it wasn't the mirror's edge we had been waiting no for. it's kind of just like it it's, it's a, more of the same almost more of the same which is really disappointing because like you could see there's potential there but they're just not going fully forward with yeah it. yeah well. and uh like especially with the again with the fact that it's open world there's not that much to do like, yeah like there's just, like there's delivery and, missions and those are I, i'm sorry those missions are bullshit yeah I'm you sorry. get like 20 seconds to deliver everything it was such a pain in the ass like literally every mission that you do you, you have to be their clutch you, you yeah. do the slightest mistake you got to start over yeah we saw like we played three, it three seconds of leeway joke three seconds of leeway it's ridiculous like that's so un like it shouldn't be a count down it should be like a count up you know what i mean like Especially with the fact that, like, it's... it's and so many of those... Yeah. And so many of the missions, like, and the time trials go onto, like, global leaderboard. So it shouldn't be, like, if you can do it within the time limit. It should just be, like, how quickly you can do it, period. Yeah. But, uh... Just, and also, there's times where, you, like, you won't know what direction to go. No! And those times will screw you. I know! And so, yeah, it's just... It's, it's frustrating. There was a part where we had to deliver, like, a package, and we were, like, we were following what seemed like the way the game was laying it yeah, out for us. Like and the then, red, they always... They say at the get-go, that like... The red path is the right path, but it's not the fastest one. It's like, how? What the f- 
How is the right path? Yeah, but the problem was that we kept getting this to this place. Like even following, like even uh, so, we were following that red thing. We kept getting to this point where like the the destination we were at was at like the top of a building. Yeah, and then we tried to actually break from that path and try an alternate path, but there was no way that we could get to the top of that building in the time limit. It was impossible. It's so awkwardly laid out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, oh, Mirror's Edge, whatever. Catalyst, more like Crapalist. <laughs> Pick it up only if you're like more a like Calisys. Am I right? You're dying for like a new <laughs> Mirror's Edge, and you're just like, I'll take anything. Yeah, better than nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's uh, better than nothing, nine, guys. Anapune. Man, yeah. I really like before I go into what I played today. I really I got to sit in the same room as Anapune at E3, and like I could have interviewed him about stuff because it was for ReCore, but um, my, my I didn't really have any sucked. questions for it. Well, Mighty Number no. 9 yeah. wasn't out yet, and I really wish know. I could have just like been like, so ReCore, we're, we're excited for it. Um, should I be? My Number 9's not... Uh, <laughs> Is this better than nothing? No. <laughs> no. Um, but anyway. Nothing. Yeah. In this case, nothing would have been better. <laughs> so, my What'd you week, play, Cody? I've been sick, first of all. So yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cold. No, I do. Okay. I know what you played because we had to I, talk about yeah, it. Yeah. So, I... Um, it's actually I played two things. My uh, my my past week has been a tale of two RPGs. There you go. There's a title for the uh, uh, tale of two RPGs. No, that's a title uh, for our podcast. Lockdown. Yeah. Buzzword. Up in here. <laughs> up in the vault. Yeah. So uh, I'll start. I'll start with the first one that I didn't like. I'm going to title this Cody's wrong. Okay. Well, you didn't play either of them, so you don't know. So anyway, I'm going to start with the one that. Uh, Get to the point. <laughs> I didn't like as much. I played Star Ocean. Oh yeah. Integrity and faithlessness. Yes. Did it have integrity? I was really excited for this game. Like I was, I saw it last year, and was like, I need to play this. This is the game I need to play. Um, got my hands on it. Dug the story. Uh, it's kind of about this. There's a war going on. And you find this girl who can like stop people, like time with her mind almost. Not time exactly, but she can like freeze people with her mind. Um, she's like the key to winning this war because the, the, your enemy has this like he's got the power they have like a nuclear deterrent essentially you don't know what it is but they're, they're, they've developed technology that will end the war um, and uh, yeah so she's the key <laughs> so to wait this war. our side has the nuclear bomb they have the nuclear like deterrent yeah it's the so, cold war ah um, so that was kind of cool um, there's this I'm going to go off on a little tangent here too um there's this part at the beginning of the game, and I know this is really, uh, like, it's an anime trope, but, God, I'm so sick of this. And this happened in the other game I played, too. But, like, they had to stop the story progression completely at the beginning Uh-oh. to mention that they cannot believe that the main female character in this game is 18 years old. Oh, oh I cannot well, believe least, okay. she just turned 18. Look at how grown up uh, she is. Well, at least, <laughs> at least she was 18, because I've played my share of RPGs oh, yeah, no, in my I, time. It's like, well, I can't well, believe okay, no, she's had, only 13 years old, and she's a genius, and yeah. look how hot she is. You're talking about Xenoblade? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at, yeah. Least, at least Xenoblade like, just no, t- owned I, it up, and they were like, you know what, man? She's underage. If you want to fap to this, that's on you. Yeah, that's on you, They're dude. like, oh, no, no, it's cool. Like At the very, the very beginning of the game, they're just like, Don't no, worry, guys. Cool she's 18. You can fap. <laughs> um, and fap it just proof. like really bothered me. Um, but anyway, going on. Uh, aside from the story and the gameplay, which is kind of like a tale series almost, um, but a little bit more intense, um, 
the game is a technical mess. Uh, the draw distance was like PS2 level laughable. Uh, like blades of grass popping up, like just a few oh. feet in front of me and stuff like that. Uh, enemies doing that too. Um, items. It was, I was, I could not believe that this is a PS4 game. It's a PS3 game as well too, so I think that might be one of the problems is I think it's just an up-res PS3 game that I played. Um, my characters just wouldn't do things certain times. Um, Clearly you weren't playing it right. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I, what <laughs> am I thinking? Good. Pressing the button to do things. <laughs> you guys just going to get good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just like, like random, like I could walk through people uh, I mean, I've been noticing a lot of like games that. doing that just, recently, just like saving time. Like they want to have populated worlds, but it's just like, eh, screw it, just walk right through them. This was like, it wasn't that populated. You could just walk through like cats and oh. shit like that. It was just weird. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't believe that that happened. Uh, but I enjoyed it. It was, I gave it a seven and a half. The other RPG I played, liked it a lot more. I'm still playing it. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, hashtag yes. FE. I, I assume that's what it's called. Yep. Um, it's Shin Megami Tensei with Fire Emblem. It's the best thing ever. I love it so much. Um, See, I want to play it, and we've had this talk yep. many a time. Yep. And from a lot of people that I've heard who are not you, therefore yep. I trust their, uh, I trust their <laughs> like I I trust their their harshness a little bit more because yep. I know how much you love Shin Megami Tensei, so I mean you're a little bit lenient towards it. Yeah. But so many people have told me that the Fire Emblem is mostly superficial. Uh. And that really upset me because I, back in 2011, when they like made the initial trailer for 2012 or, or no, no, uh, where, what am I thinking? Uh, no, it was like 2014. Um, whatever. Anyway, 2013-2014. When they initially relaunched the trailer and they were showing all these characters from Shin Megami Tensei, they were showing like Nocturne, they were showing Persona, they were showing like Digital Devil Summoner, they were showing all this stuff, and then oh, boom, here comes Fire Emblem, and you know. And it made it seem like they were actually going to do a true crossover, like the same way Project Cross Zone did a crossover. Like, I don't know, whatever, however you want to speculate on how the gameplay would have worked and all that crap like that. But, like, yeah. it seemed to me like they were going to do that. And when I just slowly saw this game become more and more of just, like, another Shin Megami Tensei game, that bothered me a little bit. Because, you know what? Don't get me wrong. Love me some Shin Megami Tensei. Tensei. However you want to say it. I know because I'm waiting, I'm waiting for Cody to correct me on that because I keep saying Tensei. 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 Anyway, um, and then it's like, it's just, it's just a plain Jane thing. So it's like, why even have the Fire Emblem connection to begin so, with? Like, okay, so can I talk about it now? No. Because I played it? No. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no, how this whole round was like, someone didn't play that's, it. And that's yeah. the end of our podcast, guys. Um, so, yeah, you have your mirages, which are normally your demons in SMT. Um, and those are the Fire Emblem characters. Um, which is fine. They work like your demons. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, the most badass Chrome I've ever seen, by the way. Chrome. Chrome, whatever. I'm calling him Chrome. <laughs> whatever. There's no E on the end of his name. The most, the most badass Chrome ever I've ever, like, he looks so cool. Um, and like uh, so ghost. the way they work, uh, like, they don't really contribute much to the battle. It's more of after the fact. They, they help you level up. They give you items. Uh, but they also, you can use seals um, with them, like you do an Awakening. Um, to like promote a stronger class and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. they, there are there are elements. I've, I've read that they also like the way that they have sort of like the like the rock paper scissors, like you know spear beats swords. Yeah, yeah, axe yeah. Kind of thing. Like they they, there's that, that kind of stuff too. Um, it's obviously it's not a 
um, it's not a strategy RPG. Mm-hmm. They went for more of a Shin Megami Tensai type feel, which I really like because yeah. it gives you more of an exploration feel. And I like what something I really like about Shin Megami Tensai is that uh, before you jump into a battle, uh, like you can run away from battles, but uh, you also have your sword and stuff like that too. So you can knock down your enemy before the battle starts and you yeah. can get a little bit of a leg up on them before uh, they attack. Paper Mario style. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, other RPGs come yeah. out <laughs> a little bit before that. Yeah. I think. I, I could be wrong. But anyway, um, I like that. And I like the battle system. I like um, everything's so bright and colorful. Yeah, that's one thing Nintendo's good for. Uh, oh, yeah. And um, and also, they still manage to catch that like little bit of a twisted sense that uh, SMT is known for. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm loving it right now. I definitely want to play it. Like, all sort of, like, you know, disappointment aside... Like, I do want to play I think it. you're going to enjoy it. I think so, too. I don't think you're going to like it as much as I do, um, but well, I do think you're going to enjoy it. I it do is, like Shin Megami Tensei. Don't get me it wrong. Is, it's a little more basic than Shin Megami Tensei. Oh. I was a little bit upset. Like, there's well, no, there's no like, bartering and stuff like that okay, that I well, really liked. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it still has that sort of feel. And, man, I um, my first night playing it, I, I, I'm at now sick out of my head. I managed to sink in almost like two hours, just like wow. my first night. It yeah. was like eleven o'clock. I yeah, couldn't. Um, I was I was really surprised, just like how captivated I was. I'm still playing it. You're probably this is probably going to be like last year around this time of year. I picked up uh, Shin Megami Tensei four. Yep. And if you guys listen to the podcast, it was what are you guys playing? Shin Megami Tensei four, and that's over all. And over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. Uh, it was great, and <laughs> uh, I think that's probably what's going to happen now. <laughs> well, that's okay. that's cool. I mean, you got to lend it to me when it's, you're done. With yeah, it. definitely. Well, the thing is, it's just like. I, maybe part of it's because I'm playing this on my own, uh, like yeah. on the side, uh, so I'm not looking at it with a critic's eye, so I'm not as harsh on it. But it's just like yeah. it's a game like Shin Megami Tensei Four well, that like comes out in a in a period of time where I've been kind of like down on video games as a whole. Like I haven't played something that's really captivated me since uh, Uncharted, and um, I, I come back from E3, which got me really excited, and then I play this, and it's just like man. Video games. Yeah. It's not just a job. Right. <laughs> and it's really I, I know that sounds like such a first world problem, but like it's it that's how I feel hey, with it and journals. I love it. So it is. Um so I'm I'm really liking it. That's good, man. No, I got I got no doubt in my mind that I'll that I will enjoy it and think it's like a good game. Man, it's just that Atlas, it's just it's like, just that one thing where yeah, like I was hope because you know what you know and you know what and this is the thing that really excited me the most was like when they did the first trailer and the and the main character from Nocturne showed up because yeah. Nocturne was my favorite Shin Megami Tensei so like I was just I got so excited <laughs> for what could have been and then when it wasn't I was just like oh no man. I totally I understand I have that same disappointment to a lesser degree uh, where it's kind of like oh I thought it was going to be something else and it's a little more persona y than it is yeah uh, just in terms of its presentation I think um, but whatever I I think uh, for what it is without going into uh, what it should be and what I expected from it yeah. I I I can't say yeah many more things about how bad. much I like yeah it's it's a it's a very solid game and probably one of my favorite games on the on the Wii U right now um, I mean. I think my favorite game on the Wii U would probably be Xenoblade. Yeah. Um, it's still Splatoon for me. I love Splatoon. Don't get me wrong. I, when I said uh, we had a conversation on Facebook where oh, I yeah, said yeah, Splatoon we is just, overrated. We were just, you um, were just getting my goat. I know. A, a little bit. I do think it's overrated, but I don't no, think... No, it earned it, man. No, no. Here's the thing. I don't think it's a bad game when I'm saying it's overrated. I just think it's a little bit more rated than it should be, but that's not a bad thing. Well, um, I, 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 I'm still saying, like, I don't know. I, I disagree with that. I think it really earned it, man. Like, it took... 
what everyone else has been doing for a while and like totally change the playing field on yeah. it. Um, no, I, I totally, res totally respect your opinion on it. I just, um, for me, this is getting up there with, uh, yeah. with Xenoblade and I'm, I don't know if it's ever going to take Xenoblade's spot because like Xenoblade is just such a big, vast game that you wouldn't expect yeah. from a Nintendo console. Um, but it's, it's man, Atlas is just so good at what they do. They really do. And, and well, this, well, this will be the, this will be the clincher for me. Did, do you think you'll actually beat, uh, Dancing all night, hashtag Fire Emblem. <laughs> I think so because I've been going back to well, it then, every night. Well, then there you go. That's then it's then it's not a proper Atlas game. <laughs> oh, is it because no, yeah. because none of us beat uh, uh, <laughs> Trauma Center. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be hard. Probably, I've heard uh, I've heard some people getting stuck on the bosses. I'm not there yet, uh, but I'm 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 going to okay. try to beat it. I didn't. I I I said after my review for uh, Xenoblade, I, I can't wait to just like sit back and enjoy it for myself. I haven't had a chance to yet. I've gotten. Fairly, so. I gotta get back into. It. I've got. I'm on chapter nine now, cause, and I know that you get your uh, you get your skill at chapter ten. So like, and then I just sort of like again, like I just sort of stopped, and that's yeah. That's the thing, and that's that's the thing that separates like uh, Xenoblade, like being one of the best like Wii U games for me, is that like I feel like I. I'm more inclined to get into Xenoblade and then put it down for a long time as opposed to like um, Splatoon, which like I have, I will admit I played less than I did when I first started playing it, but I do tend to play it like I once think, a well, week. I think, well, because Splatoon, you can come back to it and it's not, like Xenoblade has a lot more going on than Splatoon. Splatoon is a very streamlined yeah. concept and it's very easy, especially as a game journalist where you're playing so much. Um, it's a lot easier to just kind of like, just jump get into back it. into yeah. it like, turn your brain off yeah exactly uh whereas like you need to invest time if you're playing xenoblade oh yeah big um time. so i think that might be part of it that's at least what it is for me because yeah. i i've played splatoon more than i've played xenoblade just for that reason alone oh no because when i got when i started xenoblade over again like i jumped like at really? easy 60 hours into it like oh yeah you got yeah. you got to go you got to go um you got to go galactic knight Mm. The, like the one and that's that's the thing i found because i went i went the the middle tier the dual wielding thing and it's like does that thing where it's like this is the one that's best for beginners yeah. this is and it's like i was like you know what maybe i'll just try like the hardest quote unquote like difficulty one and oh yeah man like no like you it it does it's, it honestly it doesn't even it's not even like you start the game like it's harder like yeah it, and it's not even like understanding the 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 attacks are harder like you really like it really is just if you want the the strongest character in the game go for that like bottom tier uh, uh, class system, but yeah, but that's enough. That's enough game talk. Yeah, Cody, no, I take I, us home. I enjoyed it. Whatever. Um, thanks for watching, everyone. Talking to you. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah. 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 Hey. No, you. Oh. That one. That one. No. 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 Not. Not that one. Hey. No. You get out of the way. You get out of the. Not you. Oh. Yeah. No. Take your headphones off. There you go. Not you. Yeah. This isn't for you. Yeah. You. Thanks for listening. You specifically. For more content like this, check out cgmagonline.com. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at CGMagOnline. Jordan? YouTube? What? You're on Twitter? Oh, yeah. I'm uh, NinjaJordan underscore. You can also find me on YouTube at NinjaReviews. Shaq? Shaq Excellence on Twitter and Instagram and, this and one, Tumblr. <laughs> this one goes out specifically to you again. Not you. You. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody underscore Orm. You still need to learn how to use Twitter because you make so many Twitter mistakes. Hey, you know what, Shaq? I will guide you. This guy doesn't know how to hashtag. He does not. Hashtag. I hashtag, hashtag. everything. <laughs> um, anyway, check us out on Facebook 
at facebook.com slash comics gaming magazine. Check us out on YouTube at CG Mag Online. And you can check us out on anything else. Uh, we have a magazine. Yeah, a magazine. We have an actual, magazine. actual magazine. Yeah. Uh, you can get that at Chapters in Indigo and at your local newsstand. And if they don't have it, you should tell them that they should carry it and that you will knock like over their burn that place to the ground there's enough paper in there yeah yeah let them know don't actually do that we really don't want uh, no. any kind of legal repercussions if you do it just don't that. send it back to us oh um don't forget to mention our sponsors yeah, i'm not there yet i'm apologizing yeah. god I'm sorry. we have a digital Jeez. magazine as well that you can get at uh, pocket mags and magster um and itunes yeah and uh yeah so if you want to save trees you can do that and a uh, special shout out to Comic Bento. Yes, indeed. Go to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and you can get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. That's a big old box of comics. Do it. Do What's it. wrong with you? Do it. You'll put in promo codes for John Tron, but you won't pull them in Just for us. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> Just, you can do it. I believe in you. We love you. Thanks love for watching, you. listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for watching with your ears.